Judges is our adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohiko Araki. I'm your host, Eddie Colasso, also known as George R.R. R. Squartan. Uh-huh. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brooks, a.k.a. The World is a Beautiful Stand and I am no longer able to die. <laughs> That's a good one. Thanks, like a vampire, you know? Yeah, the world is a vampire. Yeah. As a famous bald man once said. I tweeted that last night at like 3 a.m. and then I deleted it immediately because I was like, "That's a fucking good nickname." But yeah, so let me let me put that one back in my pocket. And, yeah. Uh, so if you if you saw it. that for three seconds at kind of like our funny president today who misspelled his wife's name on Twitter and then deleted it, it was good. Oh I, my! This <laughs> <laughs> not to, not to get political. Uh-huh. But I, I, well, first I gotta ask the question that's on the tip tip of everyone's tongue: the royal wedding. Not not that. <laughs> Did you hear Laurel or Yanny? I heard it, and then I was like, "I'm gonna be so annoyed by this in twelve hours." Yeah. Yep. And I did. I heard Yanny once, and then I only heard Laurel, and then I had to, like, do transcendental meditation to get back to Yanny. I think it's Laurel, even though I know that objectively it's, like, just, like, two different frequencies and whatever. Yeah, I've heard Yanny the entire time. Nice. Kim is a strict Laurel mm. uh, user. Did and you, speaking of our funny president, that's that where, is something that's where, that I wanted to hit. That's where I was going with this. I saw lots of people linking this video, so I said I should probably know this to see what's going on in the world. And it was the similar, like, vote, Laurel or Yanny, and it was Ivanka Trump, and I think her phone said, vote? And then I paused it, and my skeleton jumped out of my body and has not returned since home, and I did not watch the rest of the video. So but you're telling I, me that you didn't watch the end of it? I did not. I Can you tell me what happens? I'm, you... I'm aware of it. So you know what happens, you just haven't sort of sonically experienced it. Yet. I know... The president of America. He is sitting in the Oval Office, the chair of the the, the desk of the president sits. Where after the most recent school shooting tweeted, not good, um, (laughs) he said the word we all know and love as Kofifi. But I, I, from the hearsay is that he did not say it in the way one would expect. Listen, we're, we love our president. (laughs) We stand... A Roland Bart death of the author here on Yada Yaddy Boys. We yes, love we love our we hate our linguistic prescriptivism here on Yada Yaddy Boys. He said it in maybe the worst possible way. I, I believe he said Kofefi. <laughs> and he also, I mean, we know from the funny Saturday Night Live episode that he has great comedic timing, but he just kind of looks into the camera and goes, "I hear Kofefi," <laughs> and you're you're laughing already. <laughs> I <laughs> I am. It's cool. Uh, even though it's like a like a you know, I'm you know me. You all know mm-hmm. me. I'm a gift boy. I'm mm-hmm. a big I'm a big hard G even though the you know, the people who made the vile type have the wrong opinion of it. And mm-hmm. I honor that even though it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But and that's maybe the most boring thing we could possibly talk about, so I'm not going to sort of harp on that. But he did say it, and he said it correctly, but he also said it wrong, if that makes yeah, sense. he did. Um, I yell about Death of the Author all the time, and Kim hates it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm so tired of like seeing those think pieces about George R. R. Martin, folks. Yeah. D- can I tell you the... I got double mad, because there was like an Onion article or something, 
And it was like, uh, George R. R. Martin finally announces he's starting to work on the Winds of Winter. Yeah, kind of. And it was like, and it was like, George finally opened a Microsoft Word page, which got me mad because Yeah, I pushed my glasses so hard up my nose that they, it went through my brain out the back when I saw that. So uh, that got me mad because they were being rude to George first name basis. Mm -hmm. And second, I was like, um, actually he uses some outdated. He writes it on Oregon Trail. That doesn't exist anymore. He only writes it on the tombstones once you've died of dysentery. <laughs> and then I got mad that I thought that to me. Mm-hmm. So that's where my headspace was. Yeah. In this, in this one. Um, but let's talk about these episodes. Yeah, let's get into these. What, uh, did you think of them? I think that, listen, it's a, it's a tall order. I know that you've said that at this point it gets really fucking good and stays good. And if mm-hmm. that's true and it sort of stays around this level of good, then, like, it's no contest this is the best arc. <laughs> yeah. It's I for- an extremely I- fucking good series of episodes that we've watched this week. I forgot that this happens immediately after. Like, I thought there was, like, another arc and then this happens. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you now, I think there's one or two episodes where it kind of like i mean chills out a little it chills out a little and then it ramps up again to the end yeah you gotta have the cooldown match in between the two main events so if i remember correctly um the next episode is like searching for kira and then Mm -hmm. i think the one after that is an entire episode dedicated to rohan playing rock paper scissors against a little boy so that sounds fine uh yeah but what if there were stands now that sounds even better. So that's, that, yeah, now you're because picking up Because if you were like, like yeah, down. the Stardust Crusaders are also to deal, and then they just stop and play poker. I would yeah. be like, mm. They get to yeah, Dio's that's, house, that's, but that's then they just it, decide huh? to play video games for two episodes. Exactly, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of a, a trickery here. Yeah. In, in setting your expectations. So, uh, today we are talking about, let me get to my notes here. I'm, I'm doing the notes on the computer now because I've been watching them at work. Right. So. I feel weird without my little notebook, but I'll get over it. My little Love notebook to be getting fingerprinted my for my fucking teacher background check, and it's like, please, I need my fingers to hold my phone. I'm watching anime. Yeah, that was not fun, especially because I went in and it was it was like I have to go. So for anyone who doesn't know, I had to get fingerprinted to start my student teaching in the fall, and the place was just like in one of those office complex areas. Yeah. It wasn't, like, an official government building or something. It was, like, some company. So I go in, and they're like, sign in. Like, someone just yelled at me to sign in, and it was just on, like, a notepad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this doesn't seem very professional, but okay. So I do it, and then I'm called, and I go into a room, and a lady just, like, grabs my hands and starts rolling them on a machine. And then a coworker of hers came in, and they started having a conversation as she was doing it. Oh, that's no good. And I just felt very strange. Like, this is my secret fingerprints that are mine here <laughs> and i would like to not for you to see them right as well if only there was some sort of salon that i could go to to change my fingerprints to change my fingerprints to, and it was called cinderella <laughs> then uh then we'd be cooking with, with fire that would be good sheer heart attack part one speaking of good it's a really good one uh so this one starts fuck with geo just, fuck the, so I only have one complaint, and I think it's mostly about the first episode. Okay. It's that Koichi really does get tossed the orb of confusion very hard. No, listen, yeah, it's the first time that I'm real. I was fucking 
I was like my bones were melting out of my body as I realized that I was Team Jotaro in an argument with Koichi. Yeah. Okay, we'll get there. Yeah. So this one starts, it's like a recap of the end of the last episode. And I noticed this, that when Kira is like in the closet or whatever, getting his other jacket, he had, the jacket he's wearing is just like a slightly different shade of purple. Right. So I like that just, he has a cartoon character closet of just multiple mm-hmm. of the same jacket, but he had to get this he one needs prepared. It. He needed that button back. Not even back, he just wanted a new one. Yeah. Well, we know he's very meticulous, as we later see with Koichi Sock. That's a really good character moment that I liked a lot. Yeah. Okay. So, my my first note after that is that it's just like a recap. I don't remember who says it, but the lines, something about that stand is dangerous. Pretty sure that's Jotaro, because Koichi's like, I'm gonna go run right next to that weird mouth bomb stand. Yeah. And then and it's, 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 it's the ticking probably, bomb. Th- it's probably the ticking noise that's coming The ticking coming bomb from... with a skull on it that just killed yeah. the shopkeeper. Yeah, that's that might be a uh, part Something of it. Something about that stand seems to have no weakness. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy I can finally send you my my favorite memes about sheer heart attack having no weakness. I've definitely, when he said the thing, it didn't hit me until, like, Kira said the, the funny meme sentence, but that is another mm-hmm. sentence that I'd, that I'd heard and also forgot that... It was like eventually cars stopped thinking or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just fucking Roombas with knives and guns attached to them, so. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's good to me. Uh, so I think the bomb, like, so we, do we, we see the guy, like, fucking get exploded again. I think. Yeah. And then from that, from then on, Jotaro, he takes a firm stance. He says, we need to observe and act cautiously. Right. And Koichi says, nah. No, I just almost ran into a bomb and I'm gonna go do it again. So Koichi's like, oh, I don't know what that means! Um, because he's dumb in this episode. Uh-huh. So... He's but, wearing but, a straw hat and chewing on some cud. Yeah, he says, I don't know nothing about no stands. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen one in my life. You I'm city just gonna, boys with your standos. What's that, Mr. Jotaro? Y'all gonna give me one whole shiny penny to paint this fence white? <laughs> Certainly. I'll let me take you up on that offer. Um, so, then, like, as Kira, like, takes a jacket and runs away, Jotaro, like, brain geniuses everything about him. It's pretty good, actually. I like it. He's like, oh, Koichi, think. Now, we can, but judging by the length of his coat, we know he's this tall. He's, and- he's about 175 centimeters tall, and mm-hmm. he works in an office, and he's not married because his fucking wife would have fixed his jacket for him for sure if he had a yeah. wife, because that's what wives do. I'm Jotaro. Jotaro just bringing his casual misogyny into any circumstance which will allow it. It's pretty good. The, but the thing is, he's right, though. <laughs> It's good. He did. He did deduce this correctly. Yeah, and he's well, he also, does. He does I have mean, a wife. She's just a hand, right? So, and I mean, like, I bet, like, you know, Jotaro and Kakyoin are married, and I bet, like, Kakyoin probably would have like fixed like Jotaro's big shitty fucking ring on his lapel. Who do you think fixed his uh, two hundred thousand yen pants when Dior ripped them? Just Kakyoin. Yeah, it was probably Josuke. He... <laughs> that would be so fucking good if he's in the first episode. He's like, Josuke, I've come to Morio with a grave request. Please fix my pants from 10 years ago. <laughs> my grandpa's coming to fuck your mom. Yeah, again. Again. <laughs> Did you fuck my mom, grandpa? <laughs> uh, 
So, yeah, then Jotaro does kind of some, like, he starts saying, like, Yoda shit to Koichi. And, frankly, fucking Koichi needs this lesson really bad. Mm -hmm. Not only because he, in this episode, he was given the stand of confusion, Mm -hmm. but he's like, okay, Koichi, observing and listening doesn't mean just, like, having eyes and ears. It means, like, listening closely and with purpose. And we did, the very last episode, see Koichi just walking around Morio being like, hmm, it could be any person, but also it could not be that person. Yeah. It really makes you think. It's like, thanks, Um, Gatsby, piece of shit. Yeah, so he's like, observe means to see well, and listening means to hear, and just like shit like that. And Koichi says, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. He's like, I want to go find the killer. He must be right here. So so Koichi says, this is his kind of trend of oh, things that happens brain to him. genius technique well first the the thing i have is he says we'll look stupid if like i think he says like we'll look stupid if the killer's like not something like that he's yeah. like if the killer's here and we don't find him we'll look so stupid and then sheer heart attack immediately attaches itself to his face yeah because he fucking <laughs> it's good he go, he's like oh i think the stand user must be close because like remote stands don't exist and then he stands next to a pair of shoes and just starts shouting i wonder if the bomb stand is here and yeah. then sheer heart attack comes busting through and says, look mm. over here. And I really like to hear it say that. I don't know about mm. you. It's like, Cuchillo Yeah. It's it has, it has a, it, there's, there's one point when, um, Jotaro, like, Star Platinum grabs it and sheer heart attack and just goes, ow, 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 yeah. ow, ow. <laughs> it's really good. I like it. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that happens. And then, like, Jotaro saves the day. And he says, I hate doing anything that's tiring, so I'm going to destroy you now. And I actually like that, because I was like, I know that it's taken for granted that, like, now that Star Platinum has the world, Mm. it's so OP that it could almost solve pretty much, like, any, like, earlier in the episode I had in my notes, like, listen, the fucking world could have, like, stopped time and gone and seen if Kira was behind the, you know, like, all that shit. Mm. But now we have a canon reason for Jotaro not using it often, and it's literally because he's lazy. It, it, because it makes him tired it to do it. It makes him tired and he like doesn't it. like to do it. Yeah. There's, if you really dig into it, there's a lot of, uh, the like shorthand term you could use is plot holes for these sure. two episodes. But that, it's kind of nitpicky to me. Cause it's fucking JoJo. Like, yeah. It'll just let it happen. Yeah. Not to be like, it's fucking dragon show, but it's, it's, it's the stand show. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's magic. So yeah. whatever. Um, it's also, the difference to me is that Jotaro's bizarre Jotaro's bizarre adventure, the TV show, um, it didn't win twenty six Emmys for best writing. Hey, in uh, the year that uh, Part Four came out, Crunchyroll does like their anime awards, and Kira didn't win best villain. That's weird. Yeah, are it's is pretty... there another one that's good in another was... show? No. It was an anime I've never heard of. There's a bastard man that you don't like in uh, the Academia show, I know. He's not a villain, though. He's one of the main characters, and I hate him a lot. Okay. Just one of the sort of short people in it. I know that there's a bunch (laughs) of small children. Oh, 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 there's one little uh, child. Bakugan. Bakugan is the one I hate. There's one... So Bakugan I hate because he's a terrible human and I never want to see him on the screen. And the current arc that's going on revolves entirely around him, so that's really good. Sure. But there's also the other little child that everyone hates named Mineta, who has, uh, like, little purple balls on his head and his power is called Pop-Off. 
That's pretty and he good. Can, and he can pop the balls off his head and they stick to things, but he's always horny and it's funny. Oh, so it's kind of an on-the-nose thing. So it's kind of like a funny, horny child oh, in a show about it's like teenagers and girls. And, right. And uh, it's not great to see. So, I don't know. Here's my my, my Hero Academia thing. The, the whole show revolves around these kids getting to, into this elite academy for heroes. And maybe this is uh, figured out somewhere. But how the fuck did Mineta get into that school, man? Because I don't know. He sucks at everything. Yeah. So if you know that, email me at yaddyyaddyboys at gmail.com <laughs> and tell me how Mineta got into high school. Because <laughs> it's something I think about a lot and I don't like to. Yeah. So I agree. Um, Thank you. You should watch that show. It's really good. I'm getting around to it. I have some shows to watch. Okay. Um, hey, Sheer Heart Attack always gets its victim. Yeah, so there's the bomb stand, and he shoots it. on him throws it through the floor, and we see that Kira and Killer Queen are still standing behind the wall, and they're best friends, and I love to see it. And, it's so good. And <laughs> they just hang out all the time. They did, Like, there's no reason for, like, well, I guess cause, I guess maybe Killer Queen has to be out because it's part, like, Heart Attack is part of him. Or whatever. But he's not when they're at, when they're at, he's at the cafe, Killer Queen isn't, like. Right! Out. So, like, he's just, like. I wish my friend was here. I'm really stressed he's, out. He's, he's like, hey, what's uh, what's going on here? What's up? Let me take a look. I love my big cat. <laughs> um, so Jotar just tries punching it a lot, which usually works, to be right. fair. Right. So, yeah, he's, he's trying to break it, and he throws it through the floor, and then it comes back out, and it says, Cuchiro mio, and I like to hear it. And mm-hmm. then he tries punching it again, and it weirdly, for the third time, it also doesn't work. And then Jotaro starts bleeding from his hands because he's punching so hard. Yeah. And I like, I do, I very much like that, I like when the the hero tries the very obvious thing and it doesn't work. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I like that it also just sort of covers that, like, even though Jotaro is extremely OP, he still just, like, defaults to, I bet if I punch it another It'll time. Good. Yeah. It'll be good. And, oh yeah, this is the part where he tries pulling the the face of the bomb apart hot dog style, and the tank very much does say, ow, 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 ow. Ow, 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 it's good. Uh, so then I think, like, he throws it away and it blows up or something. And then he goes in this whole thing, Koichi's like, the stand user must be here. And then Jotaro's like, no, Koichi, listen. The, uh, based on this stand's actions, it's, it's, do- it's only very simple actions. All it does is track things and explode. This must be a remote stand. I know this because I've battled many stand yeah, users quite over a few the stand years. Battles in my time. And I know about all the types of stands that there are. And Koichi says, You know from experience, that's not logical at all. <laughs> so that's kind of what we're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, is this when Koichi sends Echoes out to like look yes. for Kira? Okay. Echoes the Alive he- Act too. Echoes the Alive Act 2, and he sees him, like, walking away, and he's like, there's a killer, but he's 50 feet away, out of my range, or whatever. Um, so then, uh, because Koichi, well, I don't know exactly what Koichi, like, would have done, but Jotaro was very much like, keep your stand here and defend yourself from this thing. And And he didn't do that. We see, the next thing we see is Heart Attack's vision, and it Mm. looks exactly like Darby the Gamer's. Like, it's a cool, like, thermal stand vision, which I love to see. Uh-huh. And then that's how we learn that the fucking robot bomb Roomba goes after things with higher temperatures. Yeah, it tracks by, like, heat. So, 
So then um, there's a tiny ass tank on the ground rolling three miles per hour shouting, look over here, mm-hmm. and towards Koichi. And Jotaro says, fucking, I'm sorry, dude, I can't do shit. Even if I stop time, you're on your own, kid. Yeah. Well, I forget what Koichi does, but Jotaro stops time and then he, like, immediately creates a fire. Yeah, he, creates, he makes a little campfire to, cause he just can't make it over there in ten seconds across the fucking centipede shoes. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, we get, like, Jotaro's monologue, and it's like, oh, he went after, the heart attack went after the owner first and blew up his hand because he had a hot tea. Mm-hmm. And that was the hottest thing. And then Koichi, he's like, Koichi is too freaked out, and his body temperature rose. Right. So that's why it went after him after. But then, jo- jo- so Jotaro makes the fire, and sheer heart attack just loves it, and, like, charges right into it. Jotaro, and Jotaro does Jotaro have just a great gets... thought. What? He's like, hmm... As, as like, the bomb is running into the fire, he's like, man, if body temperature makes it explode pretty big, then, like, fire must be a very big hit. And then it does the thing that he says. Yeah, it goes into the fire, and Jotaro just gets blown to fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he has <laughs> totally bullet wounds just... from an explosion. It's really cool, and Koichi yeah. does not like to see it. I, I just imagine, like, in my own, I filled in the blanks and figured that was from, like, debris or something. Yeah. But even then, it... Must have like flown directly through him. Yeah, it's not like sticks or stuff. Yeah, in my him or anything. my friend doesn't no longer has a like one piece of spine. He yeah, has several sort of ligaments in there. So Jatar is asleep for the rest of the episode. He's and sort a half. of unresponsive and tired and sleepy. Yeah, and then heart attack uh, says Kochiro Mio and goes after Koichi. And uh, wow, it was weird that Jatar was right about everything. And it's, this part gets a little bit slapstick, which I'm really actually unironically into. Like when he's carrying Jotaro, like dragging his destroyed body across the floor and like turning on stoves and yelling that it's an electric stove. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) he's dragging Jotaro down the hallway and like, Jotaro's fucking dying. Like the main character from Stardust Crusaders is fucking dying. Mm -hmm. And... But and we just saw like presumably the the thing who that almost killed him heart attack is like so now we know like what a fucking big deal it is and it's like fuck if it almost killed Jotaro then Koichi's fucking done for if it gets one hit mm-hmm. and then you just see it go like busting through light bulbs on the wall and just going Kojiro mio and just yeah, going the, through fucking light bulbs as the light bulb it's pretty good it's pretty funny and every time it's just like that target was not a human Kojiro yeah. mio. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, so Koichi runs, and this fucking... <laughs> what is this store? Like, it's on the side of it's his house or something. It's a shoe store, and then there's a hotel hallway, and then they go into a kitchen where there's a lot of heat. There's So he turns on the electric stove, and it, as as anyone with an electric stove, as we do, and hates it, it takes a long time to heat up, and you don't know exactly how hot it is because you can't control the flame, like on a gas stove. Yeah, it's, this is literally the fucking, like, Electric Car Simpsons episode, where this, this episode <laughs> is just paid for by the gas lobby. So then he so he turns on, he's like, oh, an electric stove, why? This is terrible, an electric oven. And then he's like, I know what I'll do, I'll take this uh, electric kettle and throw it across the room, and then there's, like, no water Better in throw it. this empty can of warm water towards it. Yeah. So then, finally, after all this goes wrong, and... Sheer heart attack is going two miles per hour down the hallway. Koichi stops and thinks, maybe I should do what Jotaro said. Yeah. And observe and think. And then he, do- you want to take these lines? I know you're a fan of them. I'm kind of what? a fan of them in that I don't know what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> I like to hear Koichi say them. Uh-huh. It was like, like I, my first big quote is like, my man's got Saiyan hair again. I'm very excited. He starts like glowing and he's like, I'm starting to get pissed off and I've noticed a weakness. 
Mm-hmm. And um, he said, like, he starts out with a cool thing. He was like, why should I have to run from a murderer? Like, please, God, save me. Shouldn't it be the other way around? And it's like, fucking yeah, Koichi, yeah. He should be scared of you. Fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I believe this is verbatim. And mm-hmm. I've read it a hundred times. <laughs> Let me know what you think it means. He okay. says, why do I have to think that I'd rather be looking for a public restroom when I have diarrhea if I could only get out of the situation safely, isn't something wrong. Uh, yeah, this is definitely an awkward translation. What a beautiful doing. What do you think he's trying to say? I think he's... It's something like... Why... I think the the sentiment is, why do I feel like I'm in a terrible situation that's embarrassing... It should be you who's feeling. You should have diarrhea in public. You should Kira. have diarrhea, not me. There's also another. It, it, the point comes across clear in the next episode, but it's when Jotaro is talking about Kira's watch, right? That there's another. There's also another really good translation that's different, but whatever. It still gets the point across. Anyway, it's cool to hear him say it. Just I, the translation doesn't work. But yeah, it, it's, yeah it's, the premise it's very, is. The murderer should be afraid and should have diarrhea, I think. And should have diarrhea. Koichi just talks about peep and poop all the time. So yeah, he's he the most relatable. Because he got a Polnareff haircut. And Actually, no, later, in, in like two minutes, Josuke becomes the most relatable character. It's so good. <laughs> and the thing is, so Koichi is saying like, oh, his weakness is that he never gives up on high temperatures. And I guess I just really want this show to go to space still. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, that's such a good idea, Koichi. Throw it into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I very much thought he was going to get Star Platinum to throw it into outer space so that it would go towards the nearest hot thing, the sun. The sun, yeah. Or That'd at least the sun cool. stand. Yeah. Let's not, let's not go back to But that. meanwhile, Kira's checking his watch and it's been three minutes and he wonders, he wonders what heart attack's been up to. And this is when he says the good line of she heart attack has no weaknesses. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, the meme. I just like, like, as this is happening, as he knows some battle is going on with his exploding stand and two, at least two stand users, he's like, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go enjoy myself. Anyway, we go back to Koichi and and Echo's hung a thing that says sizzle. It just looks like a fucking, like, uh, balloon hanging like an anglerfish in front of him with the word sizzle on it. Yeah. So it's just, like, going around in circles chasing after sizzle, and Koichi's like, oh, it's like a donkey. Yeah. (laughs) Koichi's like, it's like a donkey and a carrot, and we get a little cartoon of that if you didn't understand the the illusion. Yeah. But anyway, Koichi's like, I have to call Josuke and get him here so he can heal Jotaro. So he calls Josuke, and he's like, Josuke, quick, you have to come here. And Josuke's like, what's going on? Just like quick, the enemy bomb stand is exploding. You have to get here. Josuke was just uh, like on his like fucking love seat reading a book. Yeah, and it, this goes on for a couple minutes, and then Josuke's just like, "Where are you? Tell me where you are." Like, st- I don't know what's Throw going on. Throw away the orb, Koichi. You don't need Throw- it. So then he like he yells like, "Oh, it's it's not a choose. And then the he never turned off the electric stove. Right. So then the uh, heart attack goes after that and blows up. But somehow he's able to drag Jotaro outside. He's strong. And he got away from it. He's he's pretty strong. Um, so then he 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 like takes some damage because the uh, echoes is like sound thing got hurt. In the His explosion. tail letters got destroyed. Yeah. So he gets a little hurt. 
And then he comes outside and he's like, oh, heart attack follows him back outside. And he's like, okay, here Echoes, we go. Echoes, act two. Echoes, act two. And nothing happens. And then we look and see, like, the empty husk of Echoes, act two. And again, <laughs> he says, oh no, Echoes died. This is the second time this has happened. It's been, like, two weeks tops. But at least he remembers, oh yeah, this is something I've experienced before. It means my stand is different now. Right. And guess what? It fucking is. It's this fucking, like, spinach Alfredo Mega Man comes out fucking slob squatting, <laughs> and it looks so good. Uh, hey, do you, if there's one thing you have to know about Echoes Act 3, it's that he says fuck. <laughs> he finally said fuck! I do... I remember a few episodes you said, let Echo say fuck. So... And you know what? Mm-hmm. He does. He does. He says S-H-I-T. He's, he swears, and he wears, like, cool, big basketball... Like, he's wearing huge basketball shorts. He is. And <laughs> the first thing Koichi says when he sees the spinach Alfredo Mega Man is he calls his own stand Sir. Yeah, which is good. <laughs> and then the stands like, Echoes Act 3 is just like, please give me orders. And Echoes Act 3 is, like, the same height as Koichi. He also has, he's so he has, like, a basketball shorts crotch, and the 3 is definitely written where, like, his stand dick would be, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So he's just like, okay, uh, like, defend us. Like, okay, I will. And then he does special move, Act 3, freeze. Kerbambam. Kerbambam. And he does, like, a cool hand motion, and then nothing happens because it's dramatic. But then eventually we learn that three freeze the powers that make something very heavy. Right. And then, uh, sheer heart attack, like, goes into the ground through the concrete and it's just, like, stuck there. So, perfect. Yeah. And then we cut back to Kira at the cafe. He's like, wow, I'm having a great time. And then his hand gets very heavy and, like, slams Smashes through the table. Smashes through a fucking coffee cup for no reason. And everyone's like, oh my god. Like, the waiter comes by and he's like, sir, are you Okay. He's like, uh, yes, I'm fine. Please let me pay for the cup. And then he like, it happens again, and he like rips the waiter's shirt off. It's pretty good. And the waiter is like fucking ripped. Well, I don't know if you good, know, dude. There's only one style of man Iraqi knows how to draw, yeah. and it's the kind you would like to touch his muscle. There is, and this is the point where, like, still in all caps, I have written, "This is no quiet life." It isn't. Like, it's such a loud life, and I there's still such a big part of me that's like, fucking Kira, no, this isn't what I, you want. Like, at the start of the next episode, I felt so bad for him. <laughs> he's the murderer! I know, he's fucking bad! Anyway, he's like, whatever is happening, like, something must be going on with Heart Attack. So whatever it is, I have to go retrieve it myself. And then meanwhile, Sheer Heart Attack is like, it's trudging very slowly through the concrete, and it's kind of making a dick shape, which is pretty funny, and very Echoes Act 3 for it to do. Yeah. And then fucking, he turns into fucking Bran for a fucking scene, because Koichi's like, what's three freeze mean? And and Echoes Act 3 is just like, well, I rhymed three and free, and there's nothing to explain. And, And that's it. It's, uh, pretty much, that's how it goes. And that's, that's pretty much the episode. Yeah, right? Kira's just like, I'm gonna fucking go get my fucking room by myself then. So good one, and you, th- and you think to yourself, how can this get any better? Yeah, clearly, I mean, part one is usually the best part, I say to myself. <laughs> uh, but first, let's check in with the, uh, Speedwagon Foundation. Uh, patreon.com slash postgameofthrones. At five dollars a month, you get, what do you get? You get shoutouts in episodes, you get... 
Um, you can send us a message if you want. Send in those messages. I like making Brooks read them. Oh, yeah, I love so, to be punished by my beloved fans. <laughs> uh, and at ten dollars, you get special user status in Discord. And next week, because it was asked and we talked about it, we're gonna do uh, another stream. I want to do a Fire Pro stream. Nice. So I'm thinking this one might be the theme of it. Might be like the Mega Powers explode, uh-huh. where friends become enemies. Nice. I don't know if it's canon. Right. But we'll see. I mean... If not... I'm, uh-huh. surpri- I'm, I'm surprised you don't want to do a canon episode, because I believe the last one was when Skit was the fall of Squizpillion. When I fucked up the, the like... Who's champion now? Oh, the, the botanist is still champion, but yeah. I f- fucked up and, like, made it run 200% speed or something. Yeah, <laughs> oops. Or there, there was something I did wrong, but everything was right. It was a dusty finish, but the botanist dusty, did come out dusty on dusty finish, but, yeah, the... The crowd went home happy in the end. Yeah. So we'll uh, continue that. Uh, this week, our newest Patreon pledge from Andres Gonzalez. Thank you for your very nice donation. Thank you. Of $6.90. I do pushing like to us, hear that. Pushing us to uh, a total, as Patreon says it, of $205 per month. Which is a fucking lot, dude. That's so much. 42 patrons. Which I like to think Let's... of it as 42.0 patrons. Exactly, yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. Oh, okay, so, gotcha. Uh, thank you. Thanks thanks to all the patrons. It's good yeah, to see Yeah, thanks to all the to patrons. Um, and thank you, Andres. Uh, let's see, part two. Oh, while we're here, while we're in the, the midsection, I want to tell you that uh, currently... Since, since we just talked about Fire Pro Wrestling, I promise there's a point to this. Oh, you want to talk about Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal, the new feud? Is that happening? Yeah, dude. That's what they're doing to try to get Roman Reigns cheered, and it's just getting Jinder cheered. Man, how do you do this? I'm very much thinking about canceling the old subscription that I've had since it fucking started in 2014. Okay, because here's what I was going to say. Fire Pro. Yeah. I think, I think I could be wrong about this detail, but from what I know... Before, um, like, cause they, everything that comes in, like, base game Fire Pro is just, like, generic shit. And they had, like, a fake New Japan logo called View Japan. Okay. But now in real life, Fire Pro has, like, a deal with New Japan where they're gonna put New Japan wrestlers in the game, like, in the, as an expansion. I like it. So in real life, in the current tournament that's going on, which has the best name of the best of the Super Juniors. Okay. Uh, the, the, like, the pads on the corners of the rings say View Japan as a Fire Pro ad. I like that so much. It's so good. (laughs) And also, it's Best of the Super Juniors is very good. One of the matches from yesterday was fucking amazing, so. Show versus Dragon Lee, so. I can't wait to watch Shigeki Oyangu and (laughs) Caesar Zeppoli versus Dio Brando and Joseph Joestar. Oh my god! This, yeah, the, the the eyes of heaven rematch that we all <laughs> demanded. Do you think in Fire Pro you could make like a cross shaped brick? I mean, probably. There's probably someone that could, given enough time. Yeah, but a I don't know. Monkeys like, and a million typewriters. Like the the thing with Fire Pro is there's so much customization that I just don't fucking know how to use it. Sure. So I'm sure someone making, like, a 200-layer wrestler could just make a big cross. Just a big Minecraft cross that Caesar can finally get revenge on. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. There's a lot more stuff in the workshop now, so I can't wait to uh, dig around in there. It's some good matchups. Also, um, Uh, since we're getting into part two, um, it's uh, a hellstorm outside, so just so... In case anybody's wondering, um, 
what if you hear like thunder it's me it's just you it's just me yeah. i bring the darkness i am the thunder baron corbin is he still around yeah dude what's he up to just losing more hair <laughs> somebody there's a picture of like his current hairline and somebody said that he looks like the venom symbiote is attaching to his head <laughs> and it very much does look exactly like that and also he has a minions jason tattoo he does i've seen that he's the, but good. the thing though is that he's he's big he is big and it, he won the under the giant memorial battle royal it doesn't matter that he looks like a tub of popeye's mashed potatoes <laughs> He's just real big, so... Yeah. That's how you know everyone will like him. Right. Uh, part two. Sure heart attack. Let me tab back over to the notes. Um, the first thing I have here is doing things that bring attention to myself is what I, Yoshikage Kira, hate the most. And it's... Yeah, he does hate that. He, he doesn't appreciate it very much. Um, and meanwhile, he, me and you show up. Yeah. <laughs> two hooligans yeah. show up. Uh, well, I think first he says, damn, I have to undo this spell somehow. Yes. Which confirms that Stan's just our magic. Yeah, and he's, it's like, his his cast. arm is very heavy because Sheer Heart Attack has, um, three freeze on it. Uh-huh. And then two, like, hoodlums show up, and they just look like assholes. Yeah, they're like, fuck, hey, Gov! Oh, Gov! They're the fucking, go. they're the grandchildren of the cops that Joseph beat up in the first episode. Yeah, they are. So I, I have... Uh, the lines from one of them. So Akira's like on the floor and they walk and they're like looming over him. And one of them says, we've been fired and don't have any money. Mm-hmm. We can't get any bitches. Seeing guys like you pisses me off. Right. I'm new in town. <laughs> I just got fired. I can't even <laughs> get bitches. And then um, they tie Kira's shoelace together and it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. One of them's like, oh, your shoelace is untied. Let me get that for you. And then ties it together like a a school goof. And as that happens, like, his wallet falls out. And they're like, oh, nice. I'm gonna reach in and take some dollars take this one you. gorillion dollar bill that you have in there. But hey, guess what? Killer Queen has already touched Killer the Queen loves to touch all of his personal belongings. It's good, because the guy's thumb explodes off, just like the police cop. Yeah. Really should have touched uh, the hand before he put it in his bag. So, <laughs> like, if she gets you, it would have been a fucking two-minute episode. She gets you, would have grabbed the bag and then been dead. It would have been great. That's it. It's done. But then he would have had to blow up the hand, and he doesn't. Well, no, because right. the, the item doesn't blow up. Unless he wants it to. Right. Come on, Kira. It's such a good stand, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> still, like... Because I was so, oh, like, oh, fucking Killer Queen. It's got to, and, like, I'm, maybe it'll have, like, a fucking Avdol fucking secondary directional fire lamp. Mm-hmm. Or so, I mean, it already sort of has a second secondary stand, but, like, it's very cool that after the fucking time-stopping supervillain, it's like, I don't fucking know, dude. It can just make things a bomb. Gee, Kira, how come your stand lets you have two abilities? <laughs> how come your stand makes you turn things into a bomb and also be a bomb? Yeah. And then, so the wallet bomb explodes, and the guy's thumb flies off, and Kira thinks to himself, what a terrible day. <laughs> like, relatable. Yeah. Which um, is also pretty much, like, in the same, I mean, it's not the same alley, it's in Morio, but, like, Joseph also very much, like, makes a policeman's fingers fly off with a, with a Coca-Cola bottle. Yeah, it's good. Nothing happens. Parallel characters. Anyways, the lads <laughs> are running to Centipede Shoes. Yeah, and we get we get a firm time frame for the rest of this episode takes place within like five minutes, right? So because that's because uh, Okuyasu and Jessica are running, and they're like, "Oh, we'll be there in five minutes." 
And Kira knows this because he knows where Josuke lives. Right. Because he's a brain genius. So, uh, I mean, it's just them running. And then Kira's, like, after he, like, dispatches the hooligans or whatever, he's pretty much there. Like, he's back at Centipede Shoes. Right. Like, not that much time passes. And then he looks and he sees, like, Jotaro dead. And he sees, uh, heart attack in the floor or whatever. And he just starts going off on, like, about the gym. It's pretty good. And Koichi's also not, he still has the orb of confusion. Mm. And he's still like, hmm, who's this sweaty weird guy who can't use his left hand? He was the fucking, like, lady with all the equations around her meme. Yeah. And then- who's this guy with his hand dragging on the floor and there's, like, a heart-shaped chunk out of it and he can't move and it's and he hard doesn't for have him a to fucking breathe. button on his jacket. Yeah. And, yeah, Kira just goes to Koichi and he's like, hmm, I was thinking about getting a gym membership, but I don't want to use the same dumbbells as kids who've been playing with their dicks and not bathing. Yeah. And he just says that, which is for no reason. Um, so my next note here is sheer heart attack is a tracer bomb. S H I T. Yeah. <laughs> and to, to be clear, for those of you who don't watch the show, um, canonically, Echoes Act Three twice this episode literally says S H I T. He spells it out. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so I guess Kira's like walking closer, and uh, Act Three asked, "Who do you want me to hit?" The actual murderer, murderer, or the shitty bomb stand? Because <laughs> three um, freaks can't make two things heavy at once. Yeah, and I think this is when we learn like the closer Koichi is to uh, Echoes, the stronger the freeze is. Yeah, it, has, and he only, it only has, has a, a range of fucking five meters. Five meters, yeah, no more of that fifty meter shit. It's like fucking when you evolve your Vigoroth and then it becomes shitty. Yeah, but but it has a very high attack stat. Yeah. And, I mean, to be, like, in a vacuum, Slay King is way better than Vigoroth, but, like... But it also has the worst ability. Yeah, the ability the is bad. And abilities so. are all bad, and Pokemon shouldn't have them. But that's for another podcast. The, the only good ability is Mold Breaker, because it makes all other abilities not do anything. Cool. That's just a glad to know level, what that means. High-level play for you. It's like when I was Fuck. seven, and I was like, Odor Sleuth! And it was like, okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. Yeah. Hey, Matt. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, Matt. <laughs> See you in August. See you in August. We should um, fucking tabletop Matt for real. <laughs> and then I'm arrested by the police of Philadelphia. Yeah, and then they'd be Just like, me. oh, it's fucking Matt. Nice. Now, now I'm imagining, like, we've heard calls from this residence about the phrase Dio Obama being yelled <laughs> repeatedly. We're trying to understand. So we're trying to understand who's yelling Dio Obama. And then I'm like, it's me. I am Dio Obama. And then, and then fucking, like, Roy stands up off the couch and is like, I am <laughs> D.O. <Dio> Obama. <laughs> and then we all go to jail. Uh-huh. So that'll be fun. And then we all, uh, wonder what this dark spirit that's just awoken in us is. God, remember that? That episode fucking sucked in comparison. I mean, it would be cool to have an evil spirit, like, play sumo matches on the radio for me. Yeah. I'd be willing to make that trade-off. I would. I, I mean, I would like to have Star Platinum as a stand. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I mean, if you're gonna like force it on me, yeah, I mean, like, he's precise. Sure. Like, whatever. yeah, he's pretty precise. I can do Starfinger. <laughs> remember Starfinger? I always remember Starfinger. It's so fucked up that Kira gets sheer heart attack and Jotar gets Starfinger. Yeah, but I guess you have to balance it somehow. As it, the, the devs did a good balanced job on the on that one. I'm really um, glad that I would love for my... I'm glad that my Star Platinum would be precise, because it's going to come in handy when it uses Star Wipe. Yeah. 
the most. Okay. I'd like walk out of the bathroom after 30 seconds. They'd be like, wow, his speed is unmatched. <laughs> it's almost like he stopped time. <laughs> like a um, funny poop. Anyways. Okay. So, so, uh, Koichi stops heart attack, but then killer, like Kira just walks up and I think he just, he, like he just punches Koichi. Like it's not even killer. Yeah. Queen. Like, he, he just, just well, Koichi, killer queen very much does step on Echoes' neck. Yeah. And then the cool Kira music that I like now comes on. <laughs> and then he's like hmm after this bad day i feel like i've kind of been had but koichi yeah. i will give you one respect do you have tissues <laughs> that is well, very first, good first he says this is the first time i've ever been cornered i even feel a slight sense of defeat right and then uh, koichi's on the floor and he's like i have to ask you a question do you have any pocket tissues like, come koichi's on like talk to me i gave like, you one respect like, He's like, no. So Kira's like, okay, then, use mine. And he tosses him, like, a little pack of tissues and just starts destroying his face. Yeah. He very much curb stomps the child of Koichi. He he curb stomps the the high school child of Koichi. And then he says, stop screaming in such a weird way and shoves his foot into Koichi's mouth. Yeah, it kind of shoves his whole shoe in there. I remember five minutes ago when I was like, I don't want my friend to be embarrassed. (laughs) And now he's, like, destroying a child in the middle of the street. Yeah. He says, he says like, oh, I'll blow you up with Killer Queen in, in just a minute before Josuke gets here. But until then, you need to be like me and endure the pain. Yeah. Which is fucking good. And this is, so he does, like, the AJ Styles thing where he just, like, gets his head slammed against the thing. And he I just do have take- a note right here, because, like, we see Killer Queen again. And mm-hmm. my note is, dude, I literally see Eddie when I see Killer Queen. <laughs> like, every time I see it, I'm just like... That's Eddie. Oh, it's Eddie. <laughs> That's like in the uh, in the uh, JoJo chat the other day. We were talking about when the Stardust Crusaders music plays in this episode, right? And I think Sam was like, "When I hear that, the first actually the first thing I hear is Eddie going." Yeah, it's good to me. I like it. So yeah, Killer Queen like gets sheer heart attack back and like flexes. Yeah, and it's then Koichi cool. does the fucking the fucking Tumblr post that's like, yeah, sure, you've beat me, but you you'll have something that I never have, friends. Friends, yeah. <laughs> so as uh, like uh, Kira takes Koichi's head and just slams it into the ground over and over again as his theme, and then it's oh, it's so good. Like he stops and he looks at his hand and he has like three of Koichi's hairs in it and just like brushes them aside. Right, it's so good. But then. Anyway, Koichi's like, your name is Yoshikage Kira. Nani? And it's because his, his, he's like, oh, I heard you say earlier you made a purchase. So I looked at your wallet and I see your driver's license. Yeah. So I know who your name, what your name is. And then in this version, what he says is, a little brat like me managed to figure out what your name was. You're right. a complete idiot. I'll be looking forward to seeing you in the next world. Which is pretty good. See, but, I, know, I thought that I didn't know anything weird about those lines. I just like them. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So I think, let me see. I think I saved it on my phone. Yeah. Well, there. I don't know if there was an official, like, English translation of Part 4 yet, like, officially released by some company. Sure. But the common one says, let me say it again. Some fucking brat got your name. You're totally, <laughs> you're totally exposed. I'll be waiting for you in hell. 
Now that's good. Which is a lot cooler. I don't like the one that I heard now. But I really don't... I think they didn't want Koichi to say fuck, is the thing. Right. Because that's I mean, what Echoes does. Yeah. Does Stans follow you when you die, like, into heaven or hell? I hope so. Because Kakuin has no friends. Fuck, so. I forgot that Kakuin has no friends. <laughs> so he has one in heaven now, in Christian heaven. Yeah. He's shooting emerald splashes with God now. So... I mean, he's still he's still alive. I'm just joking. He's still, uh, yeah. <laughs> I am thinking of just like fucking, <laughs> fucking Kakuin and fucking Hierophant Green playing double dutch with nobody in hell. It's like uh, Hierophant Green's weird appendages, just and making a shitty fucking them. hopscotch. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think this is when Kira says "yaro" and fucking punches through Koichi. Yeah, just all the way through the middle of him, like the way that Kakuei died. Exactly, like the way. The, uh, I, I saw some comment that it was like, uh, guys in like green school uniforms have a real bad track record when it comes to fighting the main villain. Yeah. In terms of getting punched through the stomach. It's their weak spot. It's like Brock Lesnar. So, Akira, even after like... D- like piercing Koichi on Killer Queen's arm, he says, "What is the sense of defeat?" Which is good to me. It's pretty good. And then Koichi's like, he like Killer Queen like throws him to the ground, and Koichi's shoe flies off. Right. And Kira gets so mad because Koichi's shoe sock is inside out. Yeah, he's like, "Come the fuck he, on!" He's like, "What the fuck? You need to uh, put this on right. This is bothering me." <laughs> he's like, "I'll blow you up after this, but first I need to fix this because it's annoying to me." Which is, as you said, a very good character thing. Right, and then he's like, now I can blow up the child. Now I can blow up the child. He's like, hmm, anything, he tells us again, anything Killer Queen touches can turn into a bomb. I think I'll make your school badge into a bomb, and then I'll blow you to smithereens. Mm -hmm. And as Killer Queen does a really cool pose and is about to touch him, guess what? This fucking, this is uh, so good, dude. This is the part where, like, my heart started pumping as I was watching (laughs) anime, and I started doing the motions along with Jotaro. He says, uh, Koichi, you were winning against that man psychologically. Which is good to say. <laughs> you worked out at the library today, Koichi. Yeah. Your, your, your entire torso is exploded, but I can see your brain is huge. And after fucking Thank Koichi you. said that cool shit about, like, going to hell and diarrhea and whatever, Jotaro uh-huh. says some fucking Jotaro shit. Yeah. He says, so, uh, nice watch. I'm gonna break it so you can't read it right anymore. And by that, I mean that I'm going to break your face. Yeah, it's not great. And I fucking, it went from, I, this is so good, dude. I love Jotaro to I fucking hate this dude in like 10 seconds. Yeah. Uh, so Kira's like, oh, he, he's walking, he's like, well, I only have 20 seconds left, and I'm sure you're a very interesting fellow, but, uh, I have to go now. I'm sure there's lots of things I could learn about you. Right. And, oh, and I think, like, Jotaro tried to punch him with Star Platinum, but Killer Queen blocked it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it was very easy to catch, like a pop-up. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, like a, like a baseball. Like a baseball. Oh, that's a baseball. That is an easy baseball, in my experience. And this this is a little uh, fun detail that I noticed and maybe reading into too much. But the translation is Kira says, I don't have time for idle chit-chat. Mm-hmm. But you very much hear him use the word muda. And then as soon as he says that, Jotaro, like, falls to a knee. I like that, Eddie. It's good to me to I think I like about. to hear that. Uh-huh. 
but then guess what? It's fucking Star Platinum. Yeah. I also like then, the idea that like Jotaro has no idea what a pop up is. Yeah. You did play baseball to save your life, but all he did was hit fucking dingers. Yeah. He doesn't know the rules. So. Uh, hey, the Stardust fucking Crusaders theme plays as Jotaro punches Kira. Right. It's good. He, he, I think he punches him once, and then he, like, goes over to his watch again, and he's like, on a closer look, yada yada, what an ugly watch. But Uh, your face is going to end up even uglier. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) It's very good. Yeah, it's pretty good. If you you don't listen to the bad words that Jotaro says, it's extremely good. And he just gets, like, punched. He he gets the the full punch treatment. Yeah. And he says, it's so fast, it's like it stopped time. Mm. Which, hmm, that'd be cool. Uh, So then Kira flies back and, like, Jotaro... (laughs) It's good. Falls over. He's and like, Kira thinks, what a day. I've never had such an awful day in my life. Fucking Kira's down, and Jotaro, like, smirks, and he's like, Koichi, you fought well. I will also give you one respect. You've matured. Yeah. And then he smirks and fucking dies. Yeah, he just... <laughs> he falls on his face. Yeah, it's like when fucking Hazamata, like, made him also die in the hallway. It's good. And then the lads show up, and they find three unconscious people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Josuke and Okiyasu show up, and we see this, I think, from Kira's point of view, his eyes are, like, kind of yeah. opening, and he looks and he sees, like, Crazy Diamond healing, uh, Koichi and Jotaro, and then they walk over to Kira and they're like, hey, don't move, like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And Kira's like, hmm, it's time for a little, uh, a little acting. A little mental warfare. <laughs> hmm, they'll never understand the machinations of the mind of a killer. <laughs> And he does the thing, he's like, oh, stay away from Centipede Shoes. He explosion. changes his voice, which is he, super he, he good. Does like, he does, like, a scared voice. Ah, be careful, oh. oh, no, there was an explosion, please don't hurt me. And he, like, starts crying, he's like, he and crying. now I'm about to die yeah, I from my wounds. Of, I think my rib, it's in my lung, oh, my God, please fix me. Uh, shoe stores aren't supposed to do that. <laughs> And then Josuke's like, fix you? What do you mean, fix you? Do I look like... like He's like, I never... Well, Josuke says, I'll patch you up. Right. Is what he says. And then he's like, please, you have to fix me. And Josuke says like, hey, wait a minute. I'm a teenager, and I get carded trying to get into pachinko parlors. (laughs) Yet I look like some kind of doctor who graduated from med school to you? It's pretty good. And Akira says, (laughs) ruh-roh. And then... I don't know exactly how it happens. What's unclear to you? <laughs> like, what happens before Kira cuts his hand off of his body? Well, they, they're it? like, okay, Kira's the murderer. And then he says, well, I won't be able to sleep peacefully anymore, but mm-hmm. only tonight. And then he very much cuts his own hand off. With Killer Queen, does a karate chop and cuts off his yeah. l- whatever hand sheer heart attack is yeah. in. And he hates to do it, but now he says he's going to survive in peace. And he's, he's, he's like, he's like, can't you see? I'm bleeding and crying and I hate it, but I'm going to survive. I, I am unable to fight the urge to kill people, but I will live happily. And then he fucking, yeah, he sends out heart attack and he's like, you're free now. Get out of here. And he just runs away. Can't you see? I don't want you anymore. Go. I don't he throws want a you. fucking basketball at him. <laughs> 
Um, so then he just runs away, and then we get, like, Heart Attack is flying towards Josuke, and he's like, what's this shitty thing? Yeah. And Jotaro's like, no, it's a bomb, blah, blah, blah. No, it's a bomb, and Pentagon Jr. voices it, and it's extremely cool. It's a- <laughs> Cero miedo. Cero miedo. And then, uh, so, Crazy Diamond just punches it, and you think it's not gonna be good, but guess what? He's fixing Kira, mm-hmm. and he's gonna use the hand to lead them to Kira. I gotta say, it's very cool the way that, like, they do bullshit in the early part of this, and Mm -hmm. it all gets paid, like, the fact that Okuyasu got dragged through electricity, and then they punched his hand, and he came back. Well, see, there's a thing. When that happened, they pulled Okuyasu back to them. Right. So it's a little different here. It's a little different here, because this time they're like, the hand will lead us to the killer. A little bit of a... You you already showed us that you could do the other way. Yeah. But, okay. It was just, like, because even fucking, even, uh, even Dr. Aya from fucking, uh, Cylon Cinderella. Cinderella, um, mm-hmm. she fucking, she, that episode had a big purpose and also exactly, some big problems. Exactly. Yeah. But it did have a purpose. And remember the ep- the episode when... Uh, Shigechi died and all the stand users were gathered at, uh, Rainy's alleyway. Yeah. And then Aya said, well, he probably won't come to my store. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. That's good. good. Um, there's a lot of, the show, we, I'll, t- I'll tell you about it when we get to it. The show has so many little Easter eggs that aren't even in the manga. Like so many little, like if you've seen it before, you'll catch it, and it doesn't really affect the plot or anything, but it's just cool to see. Yeah, like the part Stuff where like where Caesar goes into Wamu's palace and says, "I'll never die." Yeah, exactly, just like that. <laughs> so they're chasing after, like the hand is just floating through the streets, and they're, the whole gang is running after. And Kuichi's like, "Oh, his name's Kira, and he lives here, and blah blah blah." And his his stand is a bomb stand, Killer Queen. Like he's so excited yeah. to say it. I mean, I would be. And Kira's walking through the streets bleeding to death, and he runs into those same people from the other episode that they're like, why don't you come out with us? Oh, yeah. He has no, he has no hand, and he's like, hey, is it time to go home yet? (laughs) And then they all just like scream and run away. Right. It's good. It's not a very quiet life still. It's not, not. Um, so then the, the hand, they follow it, and it leads to Salon Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. And they go inside, and there's like a blood and a shirt. And Dr. Aya is on the floor. Uh-oh, it's not good. Uh-oh. Wow. And there's also a dead guy, which we should mention. Yeah, there's uh, a dead guy. And his face is gone. Uh-oh. Mm. Aya explains to us, and she has, like, a hole in her neck. Yeah, which I feel like you could have fixed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the reason he didn't is because that's where Killer Queen touched her. Right. He just did it in a bad way. That's violent. Yeah, he did the bad carotid artery touch. So she's like, oh, he brought this guy in and made me change his face to, uh, so he looks like a different guy now. Uh, anyway, it's time to die. (laughs) And she explodes, and, like, Ogiyasu does the the hand thing and, like, makes everyone fly away so they don't get hit in the explosion. Right. And then they're like, oh, we have to chase after him. And then they run out the back door, and there's a big crowd of people. And, and we can't find him anywhere. Everyone's a stranger and it fucking rules. It's so good. And then Koichi's like screaming for Kira. He's like, show yourself or whatever. And then we get the uh, narrator who says, Ayasuji. Yeah. Dead. So we get that. And also, 
Akira Yoshikage changes his name, face, and address, becoming a different person. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's pretty fucking good. The next episode is called Heart Father. Yeah, it is. Which, I don't know what that means. Maybe I'm not just a big Queen fan, but I don't remember the song by Queen known as Heart Father. I think the actual song is called, like, the actual stand is called Adam Heart Father. Okay. And I guess Adam Heart must be, like, something that I don't know. Okay. I just, you know, in my Queen Greatest Hit CD, they didn't have that one. They didn't have that one. Oh, you didn't have Ogre Battle on that one? No, I didn't have Ogre Battle. Okay. Uh, so in this, uh, some sleuths in Pigot chat did some looking around, looked like looking for if you could find Kira, and found out that there's three, I think that we might meet more, yeah, we'd meet more, but three stand users we encounter later. Like, are you like, see them in the crowd? You see them in the crowd. That's very good. And also, you see the back of Kira's head, of Ooh. his new head. So, that's, that's only in the anime, it's not in the manga. So... A little bit of fun stuff for you there. And that's the episode. That's the episode. It is very good. Well, I'm trying to think of, since we're probably not going to talk about Dr. Aya again, mm-hmm. I was trying to work out a Seki Seki no Asia thing. Mm-hmm. How do you Seki feel? Seki Seki no Aya. I'll take it. <laughs> How about this? Facey Facey no Changa. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. It's a very, like, very, like, banana fan of Bomana. Yeah, facey, facey, no change. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, may she rest in peace. Yeah. We'll never forget her sacrifice. I'll never forget the one time that she talked to my favorite character, Tonio Trendy. So, just to prepare you, we do take a little bit of a break from Kira. Mm-hmm. We meet a couple of other stand users. Two of three... Well, actually, I guess technically two of four are very good. Um, and there's also and a horny then, monkey in a boat. N- not, not the so so the next. Let me see one, two, three, four. Next five episodes light on Kira. Episodes thirty through thirty nine very Kira heavy okay. for the most part. So just so you know what to expect. Nice. The man, the end is so good. It's so good. I, I feel like wait. it's gonna be good. Yeah. Cause this one, like, I, I needed about an hour of cooldown to get my heart uh, rate back to normal at the end of this episode. Yeah. Cause fuck, oh it was, God. they got him, but then they fucking didn't. They didn't. He got away. At the last minute, he got away, and now it's fucking back to square one. It's so good. Your Chicago Kira will sleep quietly tonight. He's gonna sleep so quietly. Great. Okay. You want to do questions? Yeah. Uh, you can send us and ask questions, I should say. Um, yare dash yare dash boys dot com or email us at yare yare boys at gmail dot com. First question this week comes from friend of the show, Mike Dawson, who asked, to be quite honest, I would be down for you guys reviewing the Netflix adaptation of A Series of Unfortunate Events so I can hear Brooks's Sugar Bowl theories. Did you ever read those? I didn't. None? I saw the Jim... No, I did never read them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did watch Nickelodeon when they said... When they they did this weird promo where it was like, we're gonna sh- have an interview with Lemony Snicket, who's never been mm-hmm. seen. And there was, like, a shot of him, like, his top hat behind some bushes. And it's like, that's mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> Intriguing. Um, I've only read... Uh, for our viewers, I've only read up to the Carnivorous Carnival. I never finished it. 
But if you want to uh, check out our Patreon next weekend, you might hear us talking about the Jim Carrey version. Yeah. Of the series of Unfortunate Which I hear is polarizing. I feel like it's probably polarizing. Because, um, you know, it's an adaptation of a book series and you, you fuck it, and you there, folks. And, and Jim Carrey's in it. And Jim Carrey's So you know it's good. It. And which you need a certain, you know, you need a certain level of intelligence to enjoy. To understand, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tumblr user CrimeFuck asked the question. <laughs> cool. What would, what would happen if Echoes said Kofifi? Oh, Kofife. Yeah, thank Sorry. you. Sorry. Uh, the author's original intent. A joke I thought was funny because your show has poisoned my brain. Thank you. <laughs> cool, same. Big I mean, hat. Echoes would have to spell it out. Because that's kind of what yeah. Echoes does. So, can you... T- I don't want to be spoiled, but, like... Does Echoes Act 3 do anything other than just make something heavy? No. Because... But you'd be surprised at the circumstances... Circumstances in which making something heavy is exactly what they need. Okay, because uh, I'm sure it's like a like a funny Chuck Norris joke, or it's like ah, uh, when Echoes Act Three does a push up, he pushes the world down. You know? Yeah, it's really good. It's funny. It's like Chuck Norris. Because it just I fucking have you ever heard a Chuck Norris joke? Because oh man, <laughs> I love that internet. One upvote for you, good sir. Um, that's one of the things that makes me my, maybe the most insufferable in the world because I'm one of those pedants who's like who pushes my the brim of my glasses through the back of my head, and I'm like, actually, the original joke of Chuck Norris jokes was that he was actually not a badass. Like he was actually so bad at like like the joke was that he's not intimidating. Um, and then the fucking normies got a hold of it, and then they thought that it was real, and then he became like Mac- Mike Huckabee's best friend, and it's their fault. So um, Mike Huckabee, a uh, good Twitter follow. For anyone looking for comedy. A great... So, yeah. If you've, if you've been brain poisoned, it's a Just great... <laughs> I do like to think if Echo said Kofifi, I would like to hear that. Um, Dr. Bowles Dandy is. <laughs> he would be like, I have completed the task and said Kofifi. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Bowles Dandy asked, Did you all love it when the Jotaro punches the problem to death theme starts and he fucking fails? It's my favorite moment in the show, bar none, and demonstrates that stands as a concept have finally come into their own and are ready to be used as a tool for solving puzzles, which from this point are, are they, I don't know for me, which from this point they really do become to a much greater extent than they have been. Someday I'll send in a question instead of a joke or interpretation or take as they're sometimes known. Someday yeah. I too will send in a. <laughs> what if it was you don't mess with the Rohan? Yeah, one day I'll send one in, and uh, and we'll we'll get finally get some jokes on here. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Josuke does a really. It's like to me, it's one of Josuke's most memorable moments. He uses uh, Crazy Diamond in a really cool way in a few episodes. I really um, Crazy Diamond's very much a, an easy top five stand for Old Brooks. Yeah, it's great. It's Your main good. power is to repair things. Yeah, it's like, both thematically it's good, and also I just like the way that it's been used so far. Mm. Also, uh, there's a part two to this, and it says, Echoes Act 3 fucks. Well, yeah. So, I mean, we, yeah, that's, it's, it's in the text. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's also not, it's not an interp- I don't, I wouldn't even call that one an interpretation, yeah, it's very, there's no meta text to it at all, you can see his dick <laughs> that's 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 like uh the ones that are like 
the hidden meaning to childish Gambino, <laughs> this is America. When he says this is America as there's police violence, do you get as it? As there's police violence. And I, I, and I says, was like, this is media. He said this is media. So I did the fucking, uh, oh, this ought to be good. And I clicked one of those. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, the, the gun represents gun violence in, in America. Damn. Uh, damn, dude, really makes you think. Did, did you consider that? I do. When he says, when he says this is, this is, oh, it was like, now lots of people are, are t- digging apart the, uh, the video, but let's look into the lyrics of the song. When he says, we just want that money, he means Americans' obsession with money. <laughs> with money. Thanks, kind of a fucking, it's fucking rap genius. Yeah. Commenter. Over if here. you notice, he's happy in dancing, but it's distracting you from the real stuff, which is the Kardashians. Is Did what you know doing. there's a horse? Did you see the horse? Horse. I saw, I knew about the fucking horse beca- before I watched the video. Because you watched the video. <laughs> yeah, you see it. Yeah. Let the record anyway. show. I'm like, I, I like the man of Childish Gambino and I like the song in the video. I just, I think it's very silly that like, there's so much like, let's solve it yeah like let's anytime something if like when i'm a teacher i'm gonna ban anyone from my class who writes the words hidden meaning yeah yeah because but, it's not <laughs> yes real english major hours here um yeah. I, I prefer it to somebody being like oh this music video doesn't mean anything the horse is fucking blue it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. i do appreciate that like oh cool we're like analyzing it but just, everything isn't a fucking Rubik's Cube. But it's kind of just there to me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you get it. He shoots it's the guy, and it means violence. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Tumblr user Maxi Bajillion asked, Araki definitely subscribes to the Digimon School of Design. Mm-hmm. Echoes starts as a cute, question mark, bell lizard, then it digivolves to a slightly weird armor lizard. Then, fuck all that, it's just a small boy. Following this trend, we can extrapolate that a possible Act 4 would be another small boy, but with guns and missile launchers embedded into its chest. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. It would turn into the small boy that AJJ sings about. That's a cool reference for one or two of you. Oh, the, the good band of Edgerton. Yeah, it's just... Uh, oh my god, was, we have a lot of questions. So I'm, I'm gonna, we're gonna get through these. We're okay. gonna power, power our... Uh, Til- Tilted Clink asked the question, what crimes has Koichi committed to tell Kira I'll be waiting for you in hell? <laughs> he, he, he peed his pants. He did pee <laughs> He peed his pants like he in a girl's house. Yeah. I hate the feel. I hate the feel. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, I mean, no, he's been, he's been, so he must have like a secret dark home life that we don't see. Yeah, he was mean to his sister that one time. Uh-huh. What do you think is up with... Sh- Who got Shigechi's money? Hmm. His parents. Okay. <laughs> Just like... Yeah, they, they brought he, back fucking... They're like, wow, our son really was looking out for us. Oh, uh, our missing son, who I we won't presume is dead yet. Well, I guess... Well, maybe they went and talked to the ghost and found out that he was dead. And then they were like, well, I hope I, we just found the lottery money that he got for sure that we know about. It's good. I hope Tamami gets it. 
I want, I want to, the, I want to get a bad listener who writes in and is like, now that money won't be back into the Japanese economy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tilted Clink also asks, Sheer Heart Attack, more like Yoshikage Kira and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Yeah, pretty much. It's good. It's good. I like, I like to watch him overcome his struggles. Yeah. I like to watch him succeed and have a peaceful life. Mm -hmm. Um, these are, these come in from Anonymous. Uh, we got two here. Uh, hi. I'm maybe a bit late with this, but I wanted to make sure you lads knew that when Araki listed his favorite characters, he ranked Shigechi above Dio. That is all. No. So I found this. It, it looks like it's from a magazine. Okay. And this was from 2000, which I think, considering there's no one from part six or seven on it, I guess it was before that. Okay. So let's go down the list. I'll go down the list here. Number 10, Dio. Really? Number nine, Shigechi. Really? Number eight, Jotaro. Oof. Number seven, a, a character from... Uh, part five. Sure. Guido Mista. Yeah, one. he's already on my list, for sure. Number number six, uh, young Jonathan Joestar, it looks like. Oh, nice. Number five, DiGiorno Giovanna. Great. Number four, I think is the main villain from, I think is the villain from part five. Okay. Number three, Bruno Buccolati from part five. Love him already. Who is, who is probably my favorite JoJo character. Nice. Number two, Yoshikage Kira. Yeah. I mean, is you number one get... Rohan? Num- number one is Josuke. Really? I guess he didn't want to be too obvious. Hmm, kind of some Joseph erasure, but okay. Yeah, so there you go. He Josuke is his favorite. Shigechi really stands out on that list. He does. I Maybe that was like a, a prank. Yeah, maybe you have like a funny prank. Um... Okay, so next one from Anonymous. Just just so keep that in your mind. I will. Uh, I have Anonymous to. Anonymous asked, My partner sent me a photo of her very good and actually alive cat with a snot in its nose and tagged it Shige- Shigeki. Ever since then, his death at the hands of traitor Yoshikage Kira eh, makes me cry a lot. Rest in peace, you sweet prince. <laughs> this is a traitor of Yoshikage we have Kira. To, we have to find... We're, we're tankies, but for Kira. <laughs> So we have to, we're, we're, yeah, we're we have to, yeah, we have to protect. Kira has the right to self a quiet life. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, and the lads are the imperial forces that are trying to impose upon it. Yes. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, that's the episode. Thanks for listening. It yeah, was good. Thank one. you. I like, I like to see it. I like to see it. I fucking really like to see it, dude. <laughs> Part four, huh? Yeah. So, part four, so, huh? so far, where's it fitting in in your uh, overall rankings? I don't know. It's like it, my literal like the thing is, you cannot and should not divest the fact that part two features a lot of heroic Nazis. Yeah, that is very much that is not if, something if you're that doing, you can if or you're should ignore. A- if you're doing a pros and cons column, that is in the cons column in larger font. Yeah, that's than like the, the rest fucking of... Walter White like, killing yeah. is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I think part four is probably the best one so far. Thinking about it from that lens as well. 
Mm-hmm. All we've really had so far is Araki being like gross to women. Yeah, like, that's the only which really is a, kind of a through thing. line. And also, um, Josuke and Okuyasu were forced to break edge, but that's yeah, which is you know, mm-hmm. we all of our heroes have to go through unspeakable hardships. Yeah, to, to come out stronger on the yeah, other side. Joseph yeah. had almost fucked his mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jotaro's mom said she loved him. So. <laughs> Unspeakable. Mm-hmm. I'm really predict. I'm thinking by the time you finish it, I'm thinking it's going to be your favorite. Right now. I mean, right now it's a, it's, right now it's a soft four over two and then one over three. Okay. It's like we'll four, one greater than sign, two, a couple greater than signs, one, a million greater sign, <laughs> greater than signs, three. Yeah. And the, like, the last two or three episodes of three should be their own. Can you like, believe tier. that we had to watch Iggy the dog? Can, that was fucking 48 episodes of that shit. We had to watch 48 episodes of Iggy the dog and one episode <laughs> of Noriaki Kakyoin. <laughs> There were more episodes that featured Polnareff licking a toilet or having a bathroom problem than Jotaro's alive boyfriend. Yeah. God, it fucking scares me that he's still alive. It's the same way that Koichi (laughs) felt at the end of this episode is how I feel about Polnareff showing up later in the series, potentially. Just send me to hell now, (laughs) because... Yeah, like, Dr. Aya's last words are like, I made him turn into this Frenchman. (laughs) (laughs) Nani? Anyway. Ugh, fucking Killer Queen with ugh, Silver Chariot. Ugh. No, Don't thanks. like to think about that. Thanks. Have a terrible day. <laughs> uh, Don't get cucked. Stay off the hook. Yeah, this is weird. You, I'm not owned. You are. And bye. Bye. Thank you for listening and for supporting the show and for liking it like I do. Also me. Thanks. thanks. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish, I'll be your fantasy I'll be your hope, I'll be your love, be everything that you need I love you more with every breath, truly, madly, deeply do I will be strong, I will be faithful, cause I'm counting on a new beginning